0: it was a solid three months of just blah. I was organized, clear on what I really wanted to be doing. I had the hours to work to be able to complete the work that I needed to do. But when I sat down, I still just couldn't make myself produce. I've been sorely underproductive in my home and even my business just felt hard. Almost like I was going against the grain, so they say. I straight up was honestly just struggling. Uh, of course, uh, I was using my systems to keep me and all of my things going and not totally fall apart at the seams in my business or in my house because this is the Systemize Your Life podcast after all, and I do love me some systems. But that does not mean that I am immune to struggling, right? Honestly. I just didn't want to keep up with my systems. I really honestly was just having a lull. When I scheduled this topic for this show, I was like, yeah, I should totally be talking about this. Everyone experiences this. I'm just going to talk about it. And I was really in the thick of it. I was embracing the season for all that it was without really forcing myself to produce more than what I really could in those moments when I showed up. I started observing myself. But now that I'm here recording this episode, a lot of time has passed from the time that I sat down and planned out all of my content. And I am recording from a place of breaking through that season of downturn. I feel myself slowly climbing out of that little slump, and I attribute it to a few key things, three specifically, that I cannot wait to share with you inside of today's episode. So for those of you who need a smoothie or a solid cup of joe, then you need to go and grab that right now to help you get through the details inside of today's episode, because we are about to get started. What do you say? Ready to jump in? All right, let's do this. if you feel like you're watching life go by from a window on the Hot Mess Express, then it's time to roll up your sleeves, dig in, and get your life out of the chaos and into confidence. All right, so here is a little backstory on what we're going to talk about today. I... I haven't done an episode like this in a while where we're just going to talk. I really do have um, some some really incredible observation and information that I have discovered going through this personally. I am a really productive person, um, and I do attribute that to systems. I really do. Uh, I attribute it to a lot of things, honestly, but my systematic thinking really does help with productivity, and it kind of is just my way of being, but (laughs) I actually am a major procrastinator by like, like maybe just by my nature. I don't really know where it comes from, but, and I don't think that it's the procrastination. It is the pressure. Like I used to write my papers in college and like pull all nighters to write them. And like, I just have always loved producing, um, when I'm Really, in like that moment where my brain truly can't think of anything else, I think in a lot of different directions often, and I have to really take major control of that to be able to produce and I think that's a a big part of why I um have created this systematic way of living because it was a it was a coping mechanism, honestly it's been a coping mechanism my whole life. I want to, and I'm eager to show up, show up hard and show up big. And when my thoughts are all over the place and I can never remember why I'm in the room that I'm in and, you know, the anxiousness and the fears and the worries and like all that kind of stuff, like putting myself within the like walls of a system really helps me so much, and lo and behold, it helps a lot of people, apparently, and that's why we have this podcast. Um, but through all of that, I uh, and through the last like couple years of growing from an idea all the way through to what I now have in this business and it being my full time work and something that I'm insanely passionate about now in more ways than I could even tell you in one podcast episode, truly, I have really been able to produce a lot. And there have been times when that's been really hard, but for the most part, it's just been like production after production, after production, you know, normal setbacks. But like, there was never really a time where I was like, oh, well, this is like, you know, like I I couldn't actually sit down and make something happen. And for a while that was just getting really hard. And even in my house, I was like, oh my gosh, this is like really, really hard you know, I started noticing major anxiety and diversion from my work blocks and also from my cleaning blocks. Like I was just trying to escape it without really even thinking about it intentionally. Things were actually getting done in my business, but like down to the wire, which is fine when needed, but not when it's a pattern, in my opinion. Um, I was really back to that like old habit of my college days of banking on pressure and time to force me to produce. Like the pressure of time was what was forcing my production. (sighs) Old habits never die, right? (laughs) Um, Which we're going to be talking about that a little bit later on in the episode. Uh, But it's definitely not the culture that I want to create in my home or in my company. And so I was like, oh, (laughs) this is different. This is new. And so like I was doing a lot of observation of like what was actually happening and what the response was to that in in me. Like, how was I responding to that? How was my team responding to that? How was the community responding to that? How's my family responding to that? And then what was it causing, right? And even whenever I was showing up to my work block I was finding other things to work on to avoid harder or more creative work. Um, And so through this process, And in this episode, I noticed three big things that were really causing this, okay? The first two are a whole lot different than the last one, but this is where you're going to want to get out your pen and paper and start taking some notes. And through this episode, I don't really intend to, like, teach you any specific system. And, you know, I don't do that on every episode here, but this, I, I always do want you to walk away feeling educated or inspired or hopeful Or like you learned something, like it was worth your time to hang out with me here. And this is going to be one of those where I just want you to like think. And whenever I'm talking, whatever is coming up in your mind, that's what I want you to jot down. Not necessarily the things that I'm saying, unless something I say really like sticks out to you. But this more so is like, I want this to help guide you through some thoughts, through some ideas, through some feelings that you've been having. On your end lately, maybe for a long time, or maybe it's just been a recent experience that you've been having. So I definitely will say that this is something that was going on for me for months. And I can sincerely identify it from the beginning of December all the way through until definitely the end of February. So a solid three months, um, an entire quarter of my season of, you know, my annual season. And I would really honestly say probably even more than that, longer than that. Um, But I didn't actually have like hard data to be able to sit down and say for sure. But I just feel like it's been going on since before December. Uh, And there's a lot of things that could contribute to that. There are a lot of things actually that were contributing and will contribute to a downturn or a lull or... Just kind of like this lesser productive time or space that you're working through. And we're not supposed to always be highly productive. That's not my intent. So hear me now that that is not by any means what I'm saying. I just know that I knew and I do know what I am capable of. And you may feel as though you are capable of so much more than what you actually are producing right now. And maybe that's because you're a big lofty dreamer and you just always think you're capable, more capable than what you actually are. And that's amazing. But then there's other people that are on the other side of the spectrum that just are always thinking about it because they're never actually truly giving themselves the time and the space to breathe into their real potential. And so, no matter where you are on that pendulum, you may swing back and forth between the two. I like to ride right there in the middle and just kind of oscillate left and right, just ever so slightly, you know. Um, I try really hard not to stifle myself from having a wide range of emotions and experiences, um, but I definitely don't want them to be. I am not the person that can handle those to be vastly different from one another. Um, Like going from very, 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 very warm water to very, 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 very cold water. Like that's not my, that's not my thing. I don't mind some cold water and I don't mind a really nice hot bath, but like in my life, I don't like to do those things too close to each other or too frequent. And I like things to be stable as much as possible and as often as possible. And so with my emotions and my experiences, when things start to really swing to one side of the pendulum or another, like what we're talking about in this very specific episode, I had noticed that I was getting stuck in a rut and I wasn't able to really take action the way that I wanted to. So that's when I started to say, okay, something needs to change. I need to start making some observations. And lo and behold, like these three things that we're about to talk about It didn't really hit me in the moment. And so I'm like, okay, cool. Let's share this. Maybe this will be really helpful for others. Now that I, and honestly, when I sat down to record this show, I was like, oh, I remember that I was going to talk about this. And wow, like, I don't think we're there anymore. We're not. Okay, cool. Like, we're not there anymore. I'm really happy. So this was not like a, I'm digging myself and I'm, getting out of this hole like it was it was not like that i th- i truly do think uh spoiler alert for this whole episode i i truly do think i'm just going to give it all away right now really that the ticket to all of it was me not forcing myself out of it and just by sitting back and observing These three huge parts of what I feel like were making the biggest impact in this rut and why I was kind of stuck there, just by letting myself observe it with no pressure at all, I think is what allowed me to get out of it as quickly as I did and not even know, like not even bat an eye at it and just ease my way back into what I know to be true about me, right? So let's look at the first thing that. I really honestly know was making, (laughs) probably dug the rut in the first place. And this is probably where you might feel this pretty hard right now. I called this whole section, my space was killing me. (laughs) And what I mean by that is like my literal space for working specifically and for taking care of my house too, is truly like, was not inspiring me to show up and work. Now, let me talk about this in my house for a little bit. We are transitioning homes. We are moving. And so a lot of things are different. Systems are out of place. We're, you know, there's just a lot of things and that is to be expected and I'm okay with it. I really am. But as far as my business was concerned, it was like, I didn't want to sit at my desk anymore. And I didn't want to sit in that stupid blue chair anymore. (laughs) I'm tired of sitting on my bed. I'm tired of sitting on my couch. And like, I work from home and I'm always at home. And that is what I do. And I'm always there. And so are you (laughs) just like, I don't go anywhere else. And so I started working as often as I could for my co-working space. And that was really helping to It was allowing me for the times that I was at home. I was like, okay, this is helping so much. Even a coffee shop was like super helpful. So what I noticed and how I had begun to realize that this really was the problem is when I sat down to like work in the space, I was constantly like trying to fix the space. And so I started clearing things out like almost immediately. I was like, I'm getting rid of all of it. Everything that's on the desk, even though it's super minimal, I'm like I want it more minimal. I needed a change of pace in that specific area. And for whatever reason, it like clicked with me that it's okay to change things up. Like let's let's totally change this. Like I burned a candle for Pete's sake. Like that's so, so out of like what I do. I use essential oils. I don't use candles. And like, I'm like a diehard, you know, but like, I just needed it. <laughs> like I just needed it. So I was like, burn the dang candle, you know? So he did something a little bit different. And what dawned on me is that, okay, this space is no longer inspiring me. And it was making it really hard to be a creative. And like, all of a sudden I was like, oh my gosh, you are no longer a robot in corporate. Like, this is really creative work. This is me every day of my life showing up to work and creating life-changing education and support for my students. Literally, truly, I cannot even tell you the things that the people that I work with come and tell me. The medications that they no longer have to take, that they don't have to give to their children because they're sleeping better. Like, and I'm not even joking. The stuff that people come out of the woodworks and tell me is happening in their life would, would, would make a grown woman cry. I mean, I cry often, but it still, it like brings me to tears and I need a space that I can do that kind of work in, that I can provide that kind of support in. And I was like, yeah, like let's, let's do this. And you may not be in corporate, right? or maybe never were. And maybe that wasn't your transition. And maybe that's not like the thing that's like, just glaring from this conversation right now. But there's something. And, and maybe it's like, oh, hey, I've had my kids crib in my bedroom forever. I want to transition them to their own room. And I want to put a desk here instead, so that I actually have a space to work instead of the kitchen table. Like maybe that's your transition, you know, maybe that's where you are. Or maybe you just have too much stuff, honestly, and you just need to do a hard reset. You don't. I say this every time, but you don't even know what paper two hundred and fifty six of the five hundred that are on your desk is for, and you're never going to use it. And it doesn't even matter if it's in a organized file. Just throw every throw every last one of them away. Like throw away all the paper clips. I threw away all the pens and all the pencils. Like not all of them, but like I kept my favorites and I got rid of the rest of them. I was like, we're done. Everything in the drawer coming out. We're done. I need space. I need space to think. I need space to breathe. I need something to feel light here because everything's feeling heavy. So that was my first, that was my first real like, okay, this is going to help and I can feel it. Here's the second one. We're about to get like each layer of this is about to get a little bit deeper and a little bit deeper and likely a bit more philosophical. But did you know that I studied philosophy and I read books on philosophy for a very long time in college? I was really quite obsessed with it. But anyhow, I digress. Here's the second part that I would like to talk to you about. And I labeled this, the micro matters. Now y'all may or may not know this, but I am big have been big into micro nutrition for a very long time. And I just got into macro nutrition as well. And I have been figuring out how to marry those two together in such a perfect, blissful way for our family. And so this whole like word micro and macro is very front of mind for me, but it made perfect sense here. I have cared for a very, very long time about time blocks. And I still do. Those are what I like to call the macros of your day. They are the macro, like the big segments of your time in your day and in mine. So I always recommend, slight moment of teaching here, if you are listening to this and you're like, oh yeah, let's get into the micro here. If you don't have your macro dialed in yet, my, my macro is real dialed in, okay? I've been practicing it for a long time. My family understands it. I've been communicating that to them for a long time. But that may be what, where you need to take this conversation with yourself after you're done listening to this is maybe you need to focus on the macro. Maybe that's where your big resistance is right now. But for right now in this episode, I'm going to talk about what my experience was with the micro part of my day. I had gotten away from where those micro moments were actually taking me in my own life. The micro parts of my systems and of my day had been sucked away, honestly, by a lot of different things. Um, some within my control and some not in my control. And once I started applying myself more to those micro areas of my life, my passion started to come alive again. And I started to get a little bit that, that lightness that I loved about Pouring into my home and my work at the same time really started to reappear. And some of those micro things are literally what I'm doing now. And you see me if you hang out with me over on Instagram. I am always showing pictures of my planner and how I put my time blocks in and all that. So you'll see at the bottom of my page every week my habit tracker. And I did it for a long time, about a year and a half ago really stuck with it. And then I fell away from it for a while. And for whatever reasons that those might be, maybe my macros needed to be changed. Maybe some micro elements of my day were impacting me. There's a lot of things that are micro in our lives so that those are the things that live inside of our macros right so if i parallel this to food you eat macros which there's your carbs your fats and your proteins but inside of those macros there's micronutrients and so our macros for our time are those five time blocks and within that we have those these micro elements and that's our eating and our sleeping, all of the habits that we have, all of these little teeny tiny routine stacks that we have, our tidy cues, the communication, like all the way down to the to the way that we relate, the way that we move through our day, all of that stuff is they're really these micro elements that have a much bigger impact than you will ever be able to know and ever be able to see. Just like we can see the change in the effect that macros have on our body, but we can't see the change in the effect that the micronutrients have, which I think is so unbelievably amazing that that parallels so well for our time. It's very easy to see where big chunks of our day go, but it's it's so much harder to actually find tangible evidence and proof of where 15 minutes will go. And (laughs) unless you hang out with me on this podcast often, and then you will see that those micro elements are really where you can squeeze out some major efficiency. And that's what I was noticing was gone, is that that kind of lull. My day was being lived in macros in these big time blocks, but what I was actually doing inside of them was not what I wanted to be doing anymore. And, you know, it was really kind of discouraging for me. I was like, oh, you know, so much of that imposter syndrome started showing up because of, you know, what I do and the standard that I want to set for myself and for the people that are learning from me. There's just a lot of things that were going on. So that's when I was like, okay, time to get back into this. What are these micro elements? How am I going to track them? And, how I'm going to have accountability on it and the whole thing. So I really am super excited to see that I have, you know, mapped out my habits, these little micro elements of my day inside of my planner. I have a total number that I want to hit for how many times a week I go to the gym and, you know, how many times a week I'm in my, my study, my Bible study in the morning. And there's several of them. I think there's like six of them right now that I'm tracking. And then at the end of the week. Um, like, so I put down 25 as the number for my macros cause I'm also tracking that. Well, I technically have five macro meals a day. And so I want to be hitting those five days a week. And so I'm tracking that. And so if I got 20 out of 25 of them, then I would just divide that and give you the per. it would give you the percentage. And so it would tell me, am I doing an A, B, C, D, or am I failing ma- majorly, you know, Um, what is my rating for myself and these little teeny tiny habits, um, and these micro parts of my day. And that has been really fun to gamify it like that. Absolutely have been loving it. And maybe you will love it too. Here's the last part of this, which (laughs) I'm going to get through as quickly as I can, but this is the most impactful and incredible thing that I've ever experienced this really is those first two things that we talked about are the things that you can choose to do to really lighten your load. But what I will say is when you are feeling that resistance, you're feeling heavy, you're feeling in a lull, you're feeling unproductive, you're feeling like you can't produce, you have got to understand that things always change. Things have to change. So I labeled this whole section, things change. So let's dive into the chapter of things change. Every single time I'm about to get real excited, every single time things change or shift and there is something coming on the horizon, you are going to feel resistance. I don't care what you want to call it. The opposition is heavy and there is weight and it is 100% there and it will keep every single one of us, you and me from growing. What I know is that I am just as susceptible to this force and being held back from making changes that need to be made as anyone else. I often think whenever I start to like get into this space, I often think about Brene Brown and her Dare to Lead book, which I highly recommend and have reviewed here on the podcast before, and also her Netflix special that is very much worth your time to watch. And it helps me get over these huge humps right before a change is made. Because there are humps, like literal uphill, the peak of the hill, and then downhill, like actual, and sometimes they're massive humps. So when we're talking about change, you might not even know that change is coming. You can't even see it. But what you will you will definitely feel it. Okay. And so I want you to just start right now. And I want you to picture just like a big hill. And this is how I always think of change in my mind, because this is where I was, this is where I was. And I didn't even, I, I was not spending enough time in in quiet and journaling, if I'm being real frank, and I think if I would have been journaling the this experience, I probably would have seen it instead of being blindsided by it. And now looking back, being like, "Oh my gosh, duh, Chelsea, that's what was happening." Of course, your environment is important, and those micro parts of your day are important. And I'm so glad that I was able to use those as tools to help me get through this to help lighten the resistance. But what was actually happening is I was going up hill because I was in this process of change. So when you are going up a hill, like that ride up is well before any change has ever happened. And it's the thinking about the change. It's the planning about the change. It's the work that happens before you actually open your mouth and speak that it is a real thing with a real date. I'm talking like, before you actually say, this is the change and I'm making it, like all of that, working up to that, the thoughts that you have, the dreams that you have, the prayers that you say, the journals that you do, the chats that you have, the dreams, like (laughs) the imposter syndrome, like every single little bit of that is this huge trek up a hill and there's constant gravity, constant weight on your back. There's just this constant pull to just go back down that hill. And the more fit you are, the more capable you are of going up these hills and down these hills and up these hills and down these hills, because there will always be change. And there will always be these hills. And so you've got to figure out your environment. You've got to figure out the micro parts of your day. You got to figure out the macro parts of your day, if you're going to be able to handle it. So then when you get to the very, very, very top of the hill, that's the announcement. That's like, change is here. I know it's here and we doing the thing. We're going to do this. And the downhill, what is that part? Well, that is the really fast, crazy warp speed flying by the seat of your pants. We going to get it done, son. Work that you have to do to actually make the change happen. Like You're committed, you're all in, and things are going in places, and you are just trying to keep up like fearlessly on a bike, pedals going faster than you can keep your feet on, and you kick your feet up in the air, and you just ride with wind in your face, and it feels amazing, but it is reckless, and it's scary at the same time, and that is where I'm finally at, <laughs> and now I'm looking back, and I'm like, all that resistance is because change was there, and I just didn't even know it, Right? that. And I'll tell you that that resistance that I felt for that whole time was heavy because I was sitting on something. And I think if we could just recognize, oh, like this heaviness is because we are supposed to change. You can't resist that. Like dig in and go up the hill. I know now that we can actually lighten that resistance with systems and organization and good food, healthy sleep and eating habits and all of our relationships being, you know, together and having great communication which are all part of those micro elements that we just talked about, right? I know that now and I want you to know that too. But I also want you to know that sometimes you can do all of those things and the resistance will still be there and it's because you're supposed to change. You're supposed to evolve. You're supposed to do that big, scary thing, even though it feels like you don't have the capability to get up the hill. The only way to really get up it is to not give up. Just dig in and keep trying. So at the end of all of this, I just want you to have the chance to process where you are. If things are feeling hard for you right now, why? Just ask yourself why. Ask yourself what you're on the verge of changing you already know the answer. It's screaming at you right now. What do you need to break through? Or is it simply just because you are bogging yourself down with horrendous clutter, excuses, negative attitudes, terrible food, not enough sleep, etc.? Those are all great things to inventory. And maybe it's just a combination of the both, like it was for me. Either way, the answers are 100% within your literal control. And so were mine. Little by little and day by day, I am figuring out how to become a-okay with the amount of uphills and downhills and uphills and downhills that I'm going to experience in this journey. And I'm really happy that you're here to experience it with me. That's all I got for you today. I'm really excited that you joined me, but I'm going to be even more excited when you meet me back here again real soon for another episode on the systemize your life podcast hey before you go if today's episode was meaningful to you i know it will be for others so please head over to itunes subscribe then leave a review so more women can join our community too and did you know that you can have an incredible impact on the women in your life that's right all you have to do is share what you learned today. Take a screenshot of this very podcast, tag me, and post it in your stories. What do you say we make a mighty breadcrumb trail for all the other women around us so we can make a change to the culture of how we care for each other and ourselves? I'll look forward to connecting with you over on Instagram. Until next time, on Systemize Your Life with Chelsea Joe.